So let's get to the meat and potatoes of this discussion. Let's talk about self-love, i.e. masturbation. I think somewhere along the lines, a lot of us were taught that it is wrong, it's nasty, it's a sin, it's a this, it's a that. And in the last couple of weeks, I've had some very interesting and enlightening conversations with friends about this subject. I think I was like 12 when I first started exploring my body. I had a friend that I had a crush on. He touched me on my shoulder and I had this tingle that went down my spine and I didn't know what it was. And I went to my auntie and I was like, hey, I had a tingle and I'm just not, what happened? And she was like, ooh, you got the tingle? I was like, yeah, but what is that? So she tried to explain it to me. Yeah, I didn't understand it then, but I didn't look it up in medical. So I think what happened was, by me being 12, and I'd already had my cycle since I was nine, but by me being 12 and he touched me on my shoulder, I think that awakened an erogenous zone in me, which made me curious all of a sudden about, hey, where, where did it come from and how to get it back or how to stop it? So I started my self-exploration on my own body. Did I feel bad? At first I did. I didn't feel ashamed, but I felt bad because I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? But I never went and asked my mom. I didn't ask my dad. I didn't ask my aunties. I, I didn't ask anybody. I just let it go. And when I got to probably 15 or 16 and different set of friends, older friends at that, found out that it was pretty normal. But I get it. A lot of us have hangups because we're told it's a sin or it's a shame or you're lusting and you shouldn't do that. It's like we're, especially for women, we're told to turn off our feelings, turn off our hormones. Don't worry about that. Put that on the back burner because you have to save yourself and stay chaste. And yeah, when you get married, don't worry about it. It all comes to play. But that's not how it works in the real world. And I'm learning now that some men were taught the same thing. And I know in the Bible it says somewhere about a man spilling his seed because the seed is for procreation and this, that, and the third. But we all have hormones. And masturbation teaches us what we like we don't like, how we like to be touched, how we don't like to be touched, also stops pregnancies, STDs. I mean, a lot of people think that me selling sex toys is wrong, but me selling sex toys is actually allowing people to make healthy choices, and it may stop somebody from stepping out on their marriage, men or women, or stepping out on a relationship, but again, Self-exploration is natural. We have hormones. I don't think if you masturbate, you're going to break your hymen unless you're doing something, I don't know, with a lot of pressure. And you're inserting and going in there. But for the most part, I think it's healthy. healthy. 
I think we should know our bodies. We should love our bodies. We should embrace them. We should enjoy our sexuality. I'm not saying that you got to spend every waking moment in the bed or the closet or whatever having your way with yourself. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is learn what you like through self-exploration and be okay with it. If you go to sleep and you massage your boobs to help put you to sleep, there's nothing wrong with that. If you massage your pussy when you're ready to go to sleep or your dick, guess what? There's nothing wrong with it. It's relaxing. It releases endorphins in you to help you relax. Shoot, a a good orgasm can stop a headache, can stop some menstrual cramps, level out your mood, you know. But it's nothing wrong with that. I think touching your body, especially your private parts, that's an intimate thing between you and your body. And to me, it's just like when you taking a shower and you washing your feet. That's intimate between you and your body. You're getting to know your body and you should not be ashamed of that on any level. You should not be ashamed of that. And anybody who makes you feel ashamed of that should be ashamed of themselves. And that's just me. And I don't care what you believe or how you believe it. But you shouldn't shame people because they act or behave or even live differently than you. You don't have to agree with me, but you will respect me. And that should be everybody's mantra. You don't have to agree with me, but you're going to respect me. You don't have to agree with my lifestyle choice, but you will respect me. You don't have to agree with my kinks, but you will respect me. And I've even come across people who are in committed long-term relationships or married, and one partner is self-pleasuring, and the other partner's like, why you doing it? The self-pleasure has nothing to do with you. It's about reconnecting with your core. That's, now that's, that's mine. I didn't read that anywhere. That's just how I feel. That's you reconnecting with your core. You learn something new about your body every day. Every time you touch your body, you learn something different. Everybody doesn't like a firm touch. Everybody don't like a little feathery touch. Some people like to get grabbed. Some people like hugs. Some people like a little pat on the shoulder. But how will you know if you haven't tried these things on yourself? Now, I'm not saying go do something crazy. No, no, I'm just talking about the flat basics of things. So with that, please, 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 please. What is it? Break the chain, loose the shackles, free your mind, expand your horizons. But there's nothing wrong with masturbation. That's just me. That's my thought. And I'm only one person. Now, when it comes to sexuality and life partners and husbands and wives or however you want to live, that's your business. Again, if you don't like it, don't look. However, apply this to your life. My choices that I make whether you agree or disagree should not take away your love 
for me. Let me say that again. My life choices, whether you agree or disagree, should not take away or devalue your love for me. If you love me, love me unconditionally like I'm going to love you. But don't love me be like, well, as long as you don't bring her around, because you know we don't support that gay stuff, then I love you. No, that's not what we going to do. Either you're going to love me wholeheartedly, 110%, or we're just going to be... We're going to be cool. You should not have to downplay, denounce, hide, cover up, uh, mask, any of that. You should not have to do that with your sexual choices just to get along. You don't have to get along or go along to get along. Don't do that to yourself. Be confident in your choices. If you like women, you like women. If you like men, you like men. Men, if you like men, you like men. It's okay, but please be honest. Please be honest. And while I'm on the subject of men, let me give you this little tidbit. And I'm speaking as a black woman to my black men and to my black women. Look, y'all. Stop forcing these guys to date these women knowing you know that he likes guys. That's a waste of their time. That's a waste of his time. Stop doing that. I believe that if we accepted our black men for who and what they are, sexuality included, we wouldn't have so many down low brothers. That's just my opinion. If he want to get down with a man, let him get down with a man. If that's not your thing, then that's not your thing. But don't bash that man for that. He's still worthy and deserving of love too. Especially to my bi women. We want somebody to accept us because we like men and women, but we can't accept a man who likes a man. Why is that? Ain't nobody saying you got to be with him, but why you can't accept him? We all should be able to live our lives without shame. Sadly, we all can't live them without judgment because we always got somebody who think they can sit high and look low. No, that's not your job either. But again, we should be able to live. We should be able to choose. We should be able to love. We should be able to enjoy our kinks without shame. Nobody's saying go outside with your whip dressed in leather or dressed as a furry in your neighborhood. No, that's not what I'm saying. We have communities for that where it's accepted and it's okay. But when you express these things to your loved ones or even to your friends, you should be able to do it without feeling bad and without being ashamed. That just bothers me. And I've been in the BDSM lifestyle for a while. And I find that, yeah, there are certain things that I can talk to some of my vanilla friends about. But then there are certain things that only my BDSM friends will understand. And it's okay. But there's a non-judgment and no shame on both ends. 
And that's how we should be. When we lose the shame, we're more happy. We're more confident. We're more alive. We're more accepting. We're more accepting of ourselves. We're more accepting of others. And then for my parents, if you're having this shame still in you and you have children, you're going to project that on them. And with everything being out in the open now with social media and all this technology that can be good and bad, the last thing you want to do is shame your child and have your child to learn this stuff on the streets or through social media versus sitting down and having that heart to heart with you. That's what you don't want to do. But in having no shame, y'all, we got to know how to communicate. You're not going to get your point across raising your voice and pointing your finger and having an attitude and rolling your neck. And I, No, no, that's, 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 that's not how it's going to work. You should be able to sit down with your partner and talk to your partner about whatever it is that you have going on. Some women don't like giving head. Some women don't like getting head. Guess what? That's fine. You shouldn't be ashamed of that and nobody should make you feel bad because you don't like doing it. But if you're curious about doing it or you like, well, my skill set not up to and I want to learn. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Get with your partner. Baby, uh, let's read a book or let's watch a movie. Get with your girlfriends or your guy friends. Have the conversation. And that, because that's where it all starts. Have the conversation. But if you find that your partner or partners are looking at you wopsided and crazy and all upside the head, yeah, you may want to sit back and rethink and renegotiate the terms of your relationship because that might not be a partner that you can talk to. I'm not saying break up with anybody. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is you have to find that level of communication that's going to work for y'all so that you can feel at ease and they can feel at ease so you can give it and they can receive it and y'all can find a happy medium to work this thing out without being ashamed. The last thing somebody wants to do is sit up and bear their soul and then feel like they're being judged or feel so dirty and so low because you've opened up to be so vulnerable about some personal stuff. And the person is sitting there looking at you like, say what now? Or you get the, well, I ain't into that, and I don't know why you, and that's nasty, and that's this. No. Whether you're on the giving end of the conversation or the receiving end of the conversation, you need to always keep it respectful, keep it non-judgmental, because guess what? Nine times out of ten, the person that's giving the conversation is going to say something to spark an interest in the person receiving the conversation. The person that's giving it was just bold enough to step out there. So you got to listen to understand versus listening to give a response. But always keep it in mind in the forefront of your head, whether you are the giver or the receiver, not to be ashamed. To my ladies, this is why I do this. I want us to 
take back our power in the bedroom. I'm not saying we overthrowing the government, no. What I'm saying is, take back your power, find your voice. It's okay to say, no, baby, I don't want to be choked. No, baby, I want you to pull my hair. Mm, I kind of don't like that when you talk all gentle with me and say things like, I love your areolas and your vagina. No, I want that hard, raunchy, you know. It's okay. It's okay to say, well, you know, the sex is good, but I kind of don't like the pounding. I really would like for you to take it slow and easy. Or, you know, yesterday when you smacked me on my butt when I was walking through the hallway, that kind of turned me on. There's nothing wrong with that. And I want us to be able to take back our power in the bedroom and do it in a way where it is without shame, it is full of confidence, it is full of love or lust, however it is for you and whoever the person or persons are that you're being intimate with. But I want you to be able to give that in a way where they can receive it and be like, oh, okay, I can get with that. Okay, okay. Because for so long, sex has been about procreation, and a man getting his. Now you do have some very, very, very nice men out there who, hey, they, now nah, baby, uh, I want you to get yours first or I'm a pleaser, so I wanna please you. And there's nothing wrong with that, that is beautiful. And they do it without shame. It doesn't lessen their manhood or anything. To me, it puts you up here. When you can think about somebody else besides you, that puts you up here for me. But if we're in the bedroom and you get yours and you look at me, baby, did you get yours? First of all, you're supposed to know me and know my body. So what you mean did I get mine? But if you didn't get yours, you should be able to tell your partner, no, I didn't get mine. And you should be able to say it without being ashamed of it. And he and or she should be able to say, Okay, baby, well, my apologies. And we can do one or two things with this. We can either try to fix it now or depending on what's going on in y'all lives, well, I got you next time. Not saying that those two things are acceptable, but hey, that's better than, oh, well, you should have caught up. What? That's not what you want. We all should want whatever we classify as a healthy relationship or a situationship or friend with benefits. We all should want what we consider healthy. I don't know what healthy looks like to you. You don't know what healthy looks like to me. I know the one thing everybody wants across the board is honesty. And we should be able to be honest about our thoughts, our feelings, our wants, our needs, our desires, our likes, our dislikes. You may not like having sex with the lights on. He might do, or she might do. Yeah. Turn on a nightlight, I don't know. Find a happy medium. But whatever it is, we should be able to convey that without being ashamed and without feeling bad. Because see, you can be ashamed of something and not feel bad. You, you can be ashamed of 
drinking that Coca-Cola that you know you didn't need, but you don't feel bad because you're drinking. But then you can be ashamed that you performed oral sex on your man or your woman and still feel bad inside, in your spirit. That's not good. That That's not good at all. And with that in mind, that's why we have to do a little self-reflecting and we have to do a little detoxing and a little reprogramming the mind and surround ourselves with like-minded friends and find a community of people or a community of one so that you can get some ideas on how to bring this stuff to your partner or your partners. We need to learn how to respect ourselves enough that we don't feel shame. And I was having a conversation with a friend of mine this morning. We were talking about value and knowing your worth. You can know your worth and I want us all to know our worth and not be ashamed of being on a thousand dollar shelf versus on a two dollar shelf. Ain't no shame in the two dollar shelf. Whatever shelf you're on, own that is what I'm saying. Own it, own it, own it. And don't be ashamed of it. Look, if you out here and you just fucking because you like to fuck, that's okay. Own that and don't be ashamed of it. And don't let nobody tell you different. That's your life. Because when it's all said and done, whatever you believe or however you think it's going to end, can't nobody answer for what you did on this earth but you. So whatever it is that you're doing, as long as it's safe, it's sane and consensual, and whoever you're involved with, they know what it is. If it's one person or multiple people, they know what it is. Everybody respects that, and we got a good thing going. Do you, boo. Do you. But don't be ashamed. And for those that's got it together or think you got it together, stop looking down your nose at other folks because they ain't got it together. Because they scared to say what they want. We all got to grow. Everybody grows and learns at their own time. Just because you've been doing this for 20 years and she's been doing it for 20 minutes. Offer her some guidance and some advice. Just because you've been doing this for three days and they've been doing it for 30 years. Offer him some guidance and advice. It's sex. It's not rocket science. It's not even like making Kool-Aid. No two people are going to like the same thing. But those two people can come together and find a happy medium so everybody's happy and everybody feel good when it's over and nobody's feeling bad. That's all I'm saying. Remove the shackles. Break the chains. Detox. Reevaluate. Do a little self-inventory. Have the hard conversations. Have them with yourself. I do it all the time. I have to go back and be like, yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to do that again. Mm -mm." But never, ever, 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 ever feel bad about your choices, especially when you know this is what you want. You shouldn't feel bad about your wants. You shouldn't feel bad about your needs, your desires. You shouldn't feel bad for touching yourself. You shouldn't feel bad because you're 
uh, overweight or because you got small boobs and a big butt or big boobs and a big uh, small butt. Or, you just shouldn't feel bad. Long hair, short hair, blue eyes, black eyes. It does not matter. You shouldn't feel bad. And stop forcing your views on other people. Because just like you want to be accepted, they want to be accepted too. It's a live and learn experience. It's life. Life is his best teacher. But you can't enjoy life to the fullest if you always looking over your shoulder trying to figure out who watching you. And if you say this and say that, are you going to feel bad about it afterwards? Anything that you utter out of your mouth, you should have conviction in saying it and you should be able to stand on it. So if you with your partner and your partner wants anal and you are dead set against anal because it scares you to death, say that. Say that. And it's nothing wrong with that. Everything ain't for everybody. Just like everybody make Kool-Aid different, everybody has sex different. Everybody got different wants, different needs, different desires. I like half and half tea. Most people think that's uh, tea and lemonade. No, that's half sweet, half unsweetened tea for me. But everybody don't like that. So when I say half and half tea, I need to be clear on what I'm saying. Half and half tea. Half sweet, half unsweet. And it just flows. But I had to get to the point where I had to make my stuff clear so that I wouldn't get the wrong stuff. You can't be like, yeah, baby, uh, you can play with my ass. But then when you slip a finger in there, you're like, whoa. You weren't clear. Now you're feeling bad because you probably didn't hurt his or her feelings. Or you're feeling bad because, hey, you liked it. But now you don't know how to proceed with that. But you shouldn't feel bad either way. Clear and straight across the board. And if you have to have multiple conversations to get it uh, to a point where the other person actually gets it. And it doesn't mean that they're slow or stupid or nothing like that. But sometimes you got to break things down to the lowest common denominator. So once they get it, y'all can go ahead and proceed to have the best whatever it is you're trying to have. And again, without the shame. So I'm going to stop right here. This is part one. I'll do part two probably over the weekend. I really hope that this helps someone. I really hope that this uh, resonates and make you do like a second look at yourself or at your partner. I hope this opens the doors to some conversations between some parents and some children, even adult children. Maybe this will be a bonding time between girlfriends with some wine and some cheese. I don't know, maybe the guys will get together and be like, man, she was on it right there, but she lost me right there. It's okay, whatever the feedback is, I welcome it, I really do. And you can email me at T-H-E-S-Y-N-S-U-A-L-G-A-R-D-E-N at gmail.com. My website is T-H-E-S-Y-N-S-U-A-L-G-A-R-D-E-N dot com. 
TheCentralGarden.com is not spelled central like regular. Spelled just like it is on my site. I wish you all the best of the rest of the day. I wish you all a happy, healthy, sexy relationship or situationship, whatever it is you got. But most of all, I wish you a life with no shame. Until next time, this is the Sensual Seductress, a.k.a. Alluring. See you later.